Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Hey, welcome into a mystery fifth hour presented by McCurry Van and Car Rental. That is Little T, Taylor Corn, social media queen, the queen of content, in her Auburn hoodie. Where you go? Uh, that one was causing a lot of stir, like when uh, it was first on the market there at the arena. Everybody's like, oh, I'll take my money. So did you buy it at the arena or did you order it? Little no, tea? I wasn't there, but yeah. I'm pretty sure Forrester sent out a picture. He and did? he said, because it was a pop-up shop in the arena, so you could only get it if you were at the game. Yeah. And I believe it was Forrester that sent out, and he was like, I would not be leaving the arena without one of these if I was there. And then... A Did that put days, the pressure on you to buy? No, but I saw that's how that's where I saw it because I was not the game. Yeah. And then after, I think they did it for one men's game, one woman's game, and then mm-hmm. after the fact, they put them online. I didn't know that they were online until Forrester again <laughs> <laughs> sent out the link, and then I I was like, yeah, I want it. I always want more Auburn stuff. So yeah. you that's got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. very comfortable. Good I job, Forrester got one. Good job out of you. Uh, McCurry Van and Car Rental, the local rental company you can depend on. All kinds of trucks to choose from, including trucks, SUVs, passenger vans. Easy in and out. Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville, Coleman on 2nd Avenue Northwest, and Tuscaloosa on Skyland Boulevard. Reserve your rental today, 256-559-1003. That's 256-559-1003. Or McCurryRentals.com. Little T, Lance Taylor. I'm Ryan Brown. Um, today's Mystery Fifth Hour. And we ask you to give us a thumbs up. And set your alerts, subscribe, set your alerts on our YouTube channel. Follow us on all social media at Next Round Live or Taylor will get very upset with you. Yes. Um, today's topic, and I may not have one. I may just have to react to you two. But it came from Jeff and Aniston. So we record this on Fridays on our Friday show. Jeff called in and said, doing great. And <laughs> doing great, fellas. <laughs> and said, a good topic for a mystery fifth hour would be something you've done that you're pretty sure 98% of the population has not done. I think it was 99%. 99%. So you've done it, but you're pretty sure nobody else you know have done it. Probably most of America or most of the world hasn't done it. I didn't have immediately anything that came to mind. Lance said, oh, I got a ton of these. <laughs> a ton? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I mean, you I can follow that up with some of them I may not be able to share. Yeah, I, I, I've got three off the bat that I could share. That you've done that you think 99% yeah. of people have. And like, this is going to be, I don't even know if it's a humble brag because two of the six, I got free tickets, but I've been to six Super Bowls. Even one Super Bowl is going to be less than 1% of people have gone to that. No, right? You're right about yeah. that. I looked up earlier when y'all started talking about ticket prices. I looked them up just out of curiosity. I'm not trying to go by any means, but I was like, I wonder how high the prices are now. There is a ticket for $48,000. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris McCaffrey wanted to get a 25-seat suite for his family, and it was $2.5 million, and he's like, I can't do it. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, it just shows you that we're priced out. Like, I was fortunate enough in the day, and the last Super Bowl I went to was Super Bowl 53, so it's been five years ago, and I spent way too much money on those tickets, and I'll never do it again. Yeah, I mean... Well, the one, yeah, because that one you spent that much money on your team lost. Right, uh, yeah. Oof. I mean, that's even worse. Yeah, and, and so I don't know how to look at this. If they would have won, then I probably wouldn't have needed to go to Super Bowl 56 when they beat the Bengals. But I didn't go to Super Bowl 56 because the prices were outlandish, and I was like, I can't justify dropping this and losing another game. Yeah. So I didn't do it. But anyway, with all that said, um, unfortunately for people now that have never been, I don't, you know, I think there's a lot of people, like, I don't think you necessarily would care unless it's the Dolphins. I think you would probably like to go to a Super Bowl just because you're, 
young and like to yeah. get after it a little bit and it's a great atmosphere <laughs> i mean i would never spend that much money to go. if i was offered to go i think it would be fun just because obviously great environment halftime show yeah actually cool. you know of the six i've been given three tickets i've only paid for three and and the best ticket i ever had was on the 50 yard line for super bowl 36 it was the super bowl tom brady won his first against the Rams, and I still think that's the best Rams team I've ever seen. They were 14-2, and two, ended up losing that game as 13.5-point favorites. But I got that. It was the first post-9-11 Super Bowl. So in late January of 2002, where were you? Fifth grade? Uh, I was not in school. Okay, so you were like in diapers still. Yeah, I was two. Yeah. Or I don't know. I was two, I or, two or three. Got that ticket because of security concerns for $600 on the 50. On the 50? On yeah, because so many people didn't want to go to the Super Bowl. They thought Down it was a big low. Target. You yeah. know, Superdome is kind of a, it's a shittier venue when you're talking about, like, from a, a, a viewer, uh, a consumer standpoint inside of the dome, like being in the end zone, you're closer than on the sidelines. But it was down low. It was on the 50, and I got it for $600. Never again will that happen. No, <laughs> not a chance. We better hope not because some bad stuff's going down if you're able to get a Super Bowl yeah. ticket. So the three you were given, the three Super Bowl tickets you were given, like did you know pretty early, oh, I've got free tickets in hand, or was it kind of last minute? The first time was when the Rams won their first Super Bowl 34. It was a freeze, so the ticket had dropped a little bit. That was the one in Atlanta, and there was an ice storm that helped that ticket drop. Yeah, right? and, yeah. and Michael Spisto was able to orchestrate. You know, Spisto was always doing, you know, little in the gray area on some things, but he <laughs> found weird. me a ticket through our friends at ATEX. Uh-huh. And I'll never forget, I went to the Hard Rock um, Cafe downtown Atlanta to get my ticket from Steve Susie. And Did you not uh, know Steve at the time? I'd met him a couple of times, yeah. but not really. I mean, yeah. not like we know him 25 years later. Um, but that was the first one I was given. And then I was given one when we were in Jacksonville. Uh, one of the guys that flew us out, I didn't think I was going to be able to go to the game, and he hits me up like two hours before he was at the condo. He's like, I don't feel well. If you can come get my ticket. So two, hour up, two hours before the game, you didn't think you were going. I did not think I was going. We were walking around downtown Jacksonville. And, and that was Philadelphia and New England. New England, yeah. And he called me up, and he said, if you can get back here. And it was about an hour. So like Jacksonville, Florida, not a big fan. Yeah. But land-wise, it is the biggest city in America. Did you know this? I did not. Yeah. yeah. So it is so spread city out. City limits-wise, more area than any other city in America. So I had to go find a cabbie, and I told the cabbie, I said, if you can get me back by kickoff from here to there and back, I'll give you $300 cash. <laughs> and how, he how broke every it? law you could imagine. It was, I mean, it was a good 45 minutes. And then you got to think about Super Bowl traffic. traffic. Yeah. But we made it right at kick, gave him 300 bucks, and that was what I paid for a ticket at that point. And then this is crazy. One of my real good friends, uh, one of his teammates, he was playing professional ball back then, she was dating one of Britney Spears' dancers. And her best friend's dad was one of the big attorneys for the NFL. And I'm trying to get to a point real quick, but we were staying at the Houstonian. It's a really nice um, kind of uh, iconic hotel in Houston. And when we got there, we all met. Well, this girl had like six tickets from the NFL. And so two of the guys ended up leaving. So me and my buddy and these two girls ended up going to this Super Bowl. And that was Panthers and, pa- and Patriots. And she gave me the six, or she gave me the two extra tickets, and she's like, "Can you sell these?" So I sold them. Um, I gave her half the cash. I kept half the cash, and we got two free tickets. What they a like deal. a bandit. I know. I know. Did she know you kept half the cash? She or? didn't ask. I was like, yeah. "Are you cool with?" I forgot the number. X like, amount of dollars, I'll give right. you three thousand yeah. dollars. And she's like, "Absolutely." So I gave her three thousand. I kept like two thousand, and I got a ticket. Lance is always working a deal, <laughs> isn't he? And then, uh, then I. 
and then uh, the Super Bowl that Brady lost to the Giants, I paid $1,500, and I was like, this is out, outlandish. I will never pay $1,500 for a ticket, but it was a great seat. I thought I was going to see history with the Patriots going undefeated at, at that point, 19-0, and they ended up losing. And then the Rams ticket we won't even get into. But I'm done with Super Bowls, but I do think, unfortunately, a good percentage of our population that are huge NFL There's fans no are doubt. not able to go to one. No doubt. Like, but this, I've gotten really lucky. This year, when the Dolphins were really cooking, I will never forget, I was up here one afternoon in Reed, uh, our, our company president, was like, if the Dolphins win the Super Bowl, are you going? And I was like, yeah. Or if the Dolphins go to the Super Bowl, are you going? I was like, yeah, I've already decided I'm going to go. He goes, have you seen the ticket prices? And this was like in October. I was like, no. He goes, they're ten grand to get in right now. And they don't even know who's in the game. Just because it's in Vegas, they're ten grand. I was like, well, maybe I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not going to the I thought I Dolphins was. Win. Yeah. I thought I was until that. Ten grand. And finding someone else that's willing to pay that much to go with you. I well, would guess like, I would have been by myself because I know Jennifer Brown wouldn't have paid ten grand. What, what's yeah. insane is just the people that have this kind of money. Like yeah. I'll Venmo you ten thousand dollars, but the last one I went to, so Centennial Park, I was walking to get our tickets, meeting Steve Susie again, yeah. and we were meeting him at the Embassy Suites outside of Mercedes. So it's across Centennial Park, but these two older guys in front of me, they were wearing their lanyards. Dude runs up and grabs the guy lanyard off uh-uh. his off yeah off his neck, jumps the fence in Centennial and takes off. And this guy's yelling, you know, he's probably in his sixties. <gasps> and stop that guy, stop that guy. And I don't know if they ever got him or not, but I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Like that dude just like I've seen somebody snatch a purse, but I've never seen somebody snatch a lanyard off somebody's neck. That is sad. That is sad. And it's yeah. an elderly person. Well, he wasn't elderly. I mean, he was done with his like, age. Uh, so elderly. <laughs> Uh, I just I couldn't believe it I felt so bad for him but I was sitting there thinking like if that would have been me like I just dropped or was about to drop this money that I didn't have to go see my team lose a game and for somebody to do that that's like wild Wild West shoot him in the back and then roll him over and shoot him in the head well and it's I mean, going back to that, if it's a young person, you're, there's no way you're going to catch him. One of the SEC championship game weekends in Atlanta, I was sitting in the hotel lobby waiting for, I guess it was Dunaway maybe to come down so we could go over to the stadium. And I hear like, you know how you can just hear something happening? Like you hear, oh, it's stop it or whatever, you know? Yeah. And I look and this guy is running as fast as he can and two people are chasing him. And he jumps in a car and the car peels out. It's like sitting in the valet area waiting on him, and he peels out. And as he's running out the door, the guy grabs him and rips his shirt. Like, you know, the sh- I could hear the shirt rip. And it's like happening so fast, everybody just stops and watches. But what had happened was the guy had sold them tickets, and they were fake tickets. And he had come back to the lobby to sell more tickets, and they saw him, so they were chasing him out of the hotel. That's Crazy. also awful. Yeah. That happened to my dad once. I got sold fake tickets. And Super Bowl thirty four, the first one I went to with the ice storm in Atlanta, I'll never forget, I was staying at the buddy's house, and he came back in his roommate, a guy named Josh. I'll never forget this. He's like, we were at a party last night. I got a Super Bowl ticket for $300. And I was like, there's no way it's real. And he's like, no, look at this. And it looked real. And so I didn't hear about this until after the game. But we're walking in, and there's these two Rams fans with the big horns and everything. And you could – I mean, I hate to judge book by cover, but it looked like somebody that probably didn't need to drop money on a Super Bowl ticket. Sure. Mm. And they got turned away. Their tickets were fake. And I felt so bad for them. And I'm like, anybody that sells counterfeit tickets should be shot in the head. That's just – that's so wrong inside. How, is he, how is the spend... island too much for a counterfeit? I mean, I'd go island before shot in the head, but yeah. Okay. 
But how do you? I, I would not be able to go spend that money. Oh. Like I'm getting a new pair of shoes after I've ruined a family's day. I know you're ruin, You're not just stealing money. Like you're ruining a life event yeah. for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's one thing just that. to steal somebody's money, but to ruin and, a life event. And that's yeah. what it was. Like you could tell, like the despair. Like they had just yeah. been completely disgusted. That makes me want to cry. And it was sad. Imagine sad. it's like a dad and, and his son, son and, and oh my gosh, would that makes me want to cry. Yeah. At that point, I would want to give him my ticket. Like that. That is. Well, the kind if of stuff I wasn't such a diehard Rams fan, maybe I would have, but. I, yeah. I was always just playing it in my mind selfishly like, God, what if that was me? That would completely suck. Yeah, yeah that's it definitely would have. All right, so one of yours is go to a su- six Super Bowls, which you're probably right. 99% of the population will not have done that. Yeah, uh, or just one Super just Bowl. Just one, even. That's uh, yeah. a lot of humble brag or whatever. Again, I can't that's afford okay. it anymore. No. Uh, do you have one first, something that 99% of the population has not done? Probably. This wasn't necessarily um... – a cho- optional, I would say, like I have a machine in my body. Yeah. And so I feel Little like that's a machine. Yeah. I like, I have a remote control that controls a machine in my, like, I don't know. Yeah. Else it's a that. medical device. Yeah. Obviously. It's a medical yeah. device. Yeah. But it's, is it, you're right. There's probably not many people that are going to have a machine in their body. Does it, right. does it um, resemble a pacemaker? Because I think compared, pacemakers are kind of prevalent. I, I don't know. So, yeah. I don't know much about a pacemaker. I don't know the size, like size or anything like that. This is about the size of like a credit card, thicker. Yeah. But um, I don't know what a pacemaker looks like. I mean, yeah. I know what it does. It's not the same thing. It's a hypoglossal nerve stimulator. So I don't know. But when I got it, there were only I don't know how many people in the world had it. I don't think that anyone wants a medical history either. But there are very few. It's a newer thing. So there's a very small number of people that have it. More now, but. That's the only thing that I can really think of. If you wonder how she's so good on social media, she's a robot, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> you know, we I'm have it. You, you are clinically uh, narcoleptic, right? Yes. Oh, that. Well, I'm, that's not something that I've done. Yeah, 1% of the population, do you know? Uh, I have no clue. I would think it's a little higher than 1%, but probably not much. Because I had um, fraternity brother's wife was one. Fraternity brother, another fraternity brother was a narcoleptic. Yeah, little T has tried to. Uh, but you, uh, you well, never pass out up here. Well, I'm very highly medicated, so. Well, on a previous that, Mystery Fifth Hour, you diagnosed me with a borderline narcolepsy. Yeah, I would like for you to get a sleep study, kind of. Yeah, little T wants me to get a sleep study. You think I should do it? No, could, because could Lance find a sponsor. Well, I don't want to say this because I would like to find a sponsor. Yeah, but I think most people that go into a sleep study are probably diagnosed with yeah well you'll find the sponsor that does it the right way but yeah, but, yeah. Sleep, oh. that's the thing we're gonna find Where I go is very credible credible well, you just need to hook me up with them then. yeah okay if you i see if them often if, if you'll get a sponsor i'll do a sleep study i okay. will too yeah okay, you we just can give all me go a together. i'm gonna have to go sometime soon we can all go together <laughs> wait how do you still have to do sleep studies if you're already medicated and you've got because things can change okay. you know just yeah. based off i don't know just things internally i guess as you get older so they basically just bring you in and with um this thing now because i don't use a cpap this is a the replacement for the cpap so with this they have to go in and make sure that it's still like the settings are still right the cords that are are still where the cords are supposed to be make sure it's still effective i don't have to go as frequently now but for a while i was having to go very often so i um became good friends with the workers okay. there we go. sleep study in our future yeah i mean i'll take one so uh, one of my wait, other this is this is a this is a big connection. I had to watch a Super Bowl at when I was getting a sleep study a few years ago. It was just me with all these wires attached to my head in this tiny TV in the corner, and that's how I. Which I, Super Bowl was it? Who was playing? It was I don't even remember because I was 
probably like crying or something. How many but years ago? It was either, I think three, maybe four years ago. If it was four years ago, four. it might have been this Kansas City-San Francisco matchup. Right. Two years ago, it would have been the Rams I and the find, Bengals. I have, a picture of, I have a picture of it that I can find. But, um, yeah, you were probably in, the, you were in multi-thousand dollar seats in the Super Bowl, and I'm in a bed with <laughs> cords from head to toe. <laughs> uh, so one of my other ones... I'll save my more controversial one for uh, last. Controversial. Uh, yeah, because I'll just go three. Um, I've written a screenplay. Yeah, I knew about this. Um, and I would ha- think that less than 99%. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, screenplay is how long? Oh, 100 and, what was it, 120 pages maybe? Now, did You you shopped this around though, didn't you? And it, well, so got it registered at the Writers Guild yeah. of America. And, so are you a Writers Guild member? No. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you basically just do it to protect any kind of copyrights. Right, right. So there was a thing on HBO way back in the day. It was one of the early reality shows. And I think the year was like 99 or 2000, but it was called Project Greenlight. And that. so they would get all of these amateur writers to submit a screenplay, and they picked one. They produced it, uh, they cast it, and they actually, you know, they they made a film out of this. And I think it was called something: The Battle of Shaker Heights with Shia LaBeouf. Um, whoever the chick was, she won and got to direct and all that kind of stuff. The screenplay was awful, um, <laughs> but I did write one. How me and, long me did and a buddy take? of mine. Uh, we were able to knock it out in a couple of weeks. You still have it, like, is it typed up and bound? Yeah. Yeah, and you still got it. Yeah. Interesting. What are you going to do with it? Uh, Probably nothing. I mean, it's been sitting in a closet for 15, 20 years. In your ideal screenplay, how many people get killed? Um, in that one, I don't think anybody you got didn't killed. Kill anybody off? It was a comedy. I don't think anybody died. Oh, a comedy. Okay. Yeah, okay. me and a guy named Brad Jackson uh, oh, kind of put this Brad. thing together. So yeah. that's who did it with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So they're going to. Is that it. the biggest shocker of the day that the, I didnn't have anybody die? Nobody yes. died. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you should uh, make it into an audio book. Uh, that's what you could do with no that. we could do like uh, Masterpiece Theater where we acted out up yeah, here yeah we acted well, out we could do that that's yeah. good content Queen that content. is great content yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you find it and we can yeah. oh I've got it I've got it I just don't know uh, how happy some of the behind the scenes people would be with uh, some of the language now I did leave out death sequences but the language is pretty harsh yeah yeah I can imagine that yeah <laughs> are you looking up narcolepsy see how many people are I was trying but oh uh, I've kind of she fell asleep. I was about to say, but you do it all. McCurry Vanicar Riddle brings you the mystery fifth hour. Please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you've uh, set your alerts. You've subscribed on YouTube. You follow us on all social media at Next Round Live. All right, let's get the controversial one. So Lance has given us two things. He's done this. Jeff from Aniston. Something you've done that 99% of the population has. And I think Lance probably hit two of them. He's going to a Super Bowl much less six, and written a screenplay. Yeah, it took me years to, um, to actively talk about this, and I still don't talk about it much. But in April of 1993, um, a guy I was living with, it was me and two other guys, unfortunately, I found him dead. And, uh, yeah, it was a buddy of mine. And uh, so, I mean, one of the things that I would assume that less than a percent have done is found a dead body. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, it's been over 30 years now. I think Lance has mentioned this on the show a couple of times, but I at least referenced it. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was awful. Um, None of us have a little too. It was very traumatic. I'm sure. Um, But, and it was something I would wish on nobody. Like, 
And, you know, if you're walking down, like, past an alley and you see some feet hanging out and you walk up and you see a dead body, I mean, that'd be That's like, damn. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, but if but you, you know, you, uh, and, you know, the whole situation behind it and how I had to. Did you have to let the family know? Well, so how this happened, and, you know, there's some people probably watching or listening when we release this that'll know exactly who I'm talking about. I guarantee his family's not listening. But um, me and the other guy in the house had been out, like, late the night before, and we brought people back, and we're all hanging out and partying. And this guy comes out, and uh, he sits down and talks to us for a little bit, and then he goes to bed. And I don't know what time we were up till, but I remember... This one, we had hardline phones, and it's going to be hard to believe. <laughs> phone was ringing and ringing. It was a blue phone. I'll never forget. It had a long cord, so it stretched to all three of our bedrooms. But for whatever reason, it was in my bedroom. That's pretty wild. And so it was ringing and ringing and ringing, and I answered it. And it was this guy's mom. Hey, is he around? And I was like, I think he's in the shower. And this is probably like 8.30 or 9 in the morning. So I hang up, and like an hour and a half later, calls back, and I walk out there with the door. is, you know, It's locked from the inside, and the water's still running. And there's nobody there. And then I realized to myself, well, the water has been running since the last time they called, which was an hour and a half ago. Mm. And so I immediately knew I was like, yeah, I'll get them to call you back. Let me see if I can locate. And uh, so I'll never forget. I had boxers and a T-shirt on and I put on one boot and I kicked the door open. And That's it, that man. is awful. Yeah, it is. And I, I tell you, man, this was this was really soft on my part, though. Like I never went back in that house. Like, I just, I was completely traumatized by that for a minute. Um, and, like, that day I couldn't talk to his parents. I was like, I don't know, it was just a weird situation. Yeah. It was really, really weird. I don't think that's soft. No, I mean, there's no, te- there's no, as my wife likes to say, I don't have a grid for that, right? I mean, there's no textbook on how you handle that. Yeah, it, it, it I mean, it was, it was surreal in the worst kind of way possible. But, um, you know, again, that was... The 1% that you don't want to be in. Yeah. Maybe I should have ended on well, you know, I don't know. I a don't, more positive I don't note. Know. I don't know how to. Have you thought of anything that I maybe. I really have not, especially now. Um, I don't know what I could say. I will say this. I bet you're the only person in 1993. Me? Yeah. That ate beef stroganoff, oh. went to In the Line of Fire, and then threw up and swore off beef stroganoff that same night. That is 100% <laughs> true. I love that Lance remembers beef that it was beef stroganoff. Is that is that is that fair? It's got to be hundred yeah. percent true. Oh, a little tea. Like I have never yacked before. God, I've, God bless Plaza Cinemas. Whoever cleaned that bathroom. Woo! Man, I've I heard the beef stroganoff. Huh? I've heard the beef like that. Yeah. You. Yeah, can't Jennifer look at says it, if she's going to kill me, she's going to serve me beef stroganoff. <laughs> I, I've, I swore it off. I've never like I can't even think about it. Like if I'm in the supermarket and I walk by, you know, like the hamburger helper aisle and it's got that beef stroganoff thing, I get physically like I can just the sound of it. I can't believe people still eat it. Like, I don't know if it's, oh, if it's good, again. if it's prepared the right way, but I only had it a couple of times as a kid. And it was awful. I've never had it. Oh, it's you ain't missing mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, like, let me think of one yeah. for little T. I bet you're in the 1% of people that would want little Wayne as their, uh, dad bride's first dance song. Was it Lil oh Wayne? Gosh, yeah. Or, is yeah. It, or do you want Lil Wayne as the official song of the wedding? Oh, not no. My mom would not be okay with that, probably. Which Lil, Lil, Lil Wayne song, song is it? How to Love. That's oh, my yeah. favorite song. Okay. But yeah, I would do that. My dad would probably have fun. I would think she's probably in the 1%. You're, that you're would... in the 1% that's gotten a, a uh, personal shout out from Theo Vaughn. Yes. 
Yes, that's true. and mm-hmm. that now half the internet thinks it's is, Taylor um, Swift, but yes. that's okay. It's for you. That started controversy for a second. I was like, guys, yes. it's not what it, it is. Like. Funny, I was interviewing a potential intern um, a couple of weeks ago for this summer, and she was like, "You guys have blown up." She was like, "Theo Vaughn <laughs> shouting out to Taylor Swift on y'all's platform." <laughs> Like, nah, it didn't really go down like that. Yeah, but okay, thank you. Uh, All right, that is going to do it for the Mystery Fifth Hour. Thank you for joining us. I keep looking at the wrong camera, Scott. I'm sorry. Thank you for joining us for the Mystery Fifth Hour. There you go, Scotty. Um, you can give us a thumbs up. We appreciate that. You can also uh, follow us on social media at Next Round Live. Make sure you subscribe to us um, there on the Next Round YouTube channel. McCurry Van and Car Rental is who I'm going to tell you about. That is who is sponsoring the Mystery Fifth Hour. Uh, You can rent from McCurry. They make it easy. All kinds of vehicles to choose from, including trucks, SUVs, and passenger vans. In and out fast. Athens, Muscle Shoals, Huntsville, and Coleman, 2nd Avenue Northwest. Also, Skyland Boulevard in Tuscaloosa. Here's their number, 256-559-1003, 256-559-1003, or mccurryrentals.com, mccurryrentals.com. Thank you, Jeff, from Aniston for the topic. (laughs) Thank you, little T, Lance, Scott, everybody, and thank you for watching the Mystery Fifth Hour. 